0: we should actually probably uh speak on the episode um we're 45 minutes well, in. <laughs> are, we
1: are, you are you there yeah, yeah about- i'm here sorry it was just no, i was shouting to my boyfriend to get more wine, um, <laughs> <laughs> more wine. <laughs> <laughs> was Just like, come on, load me up um <laughs> yeah, anyway yeah the episode sorry so did we- you say we- something really meaningful about your blood pressure or something and i missed it
2: no, no it's no, fine no, nothing dude. at all, nothing no, no, at all. No. Yeah. when you listen back to the episode we're all fine. <laughs> um oh, so yeah. we- listen back to the episode. yeah we're, we're at the hamptons uh charlotte is pretending yeah. that she's 20 20- i swear she says 26 and then suddenly she's 27 it's Twenty-seven, so funny beautiful
0: no because he's 26 Oh, and she's saying she's 27 which yeah, is one yeah. year older love it so i love her funny. like cute little like i so young <laughs> like fun little like little youthful bullshit she's so, so hot funny. though like she's oh my so, God. yeah
2: she's cute she could pass as 27 Fuck easily yeah. she's younger than i do um they all do it's really scary yeah um they they go to the hamptons they're hanging out they go to this like party what does miranda say at the party when the oh guy's she like
0: Excellent, yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
1: It's oh like, God, excellent. It's like is that what people used to say back when they were twenty five?
0: That's they did in the World too. But oh, I oh, it's, yeah. it's excellent. <laughs> I loved it. No, we we're talking about before. We we're talking about how, like, when you go to like like for now, for me, it's like going to a club. I'm like, I feel so old and yuck, and like I can't, mm. even though I'm a okay dancer i still feel like uncomfortable dancing mm. especially like just i'm a 26 years old but i'm like i'm so old and then yeah. like you know when you're like i just want to get the fuck out of here mm. and then you can see your friend like i don't know just I, I i think that was really interesting shots like and miranda's dynamic there. shot acting really young and and samantha not samantha miranda being like excellent it was cool. interesting yeah. yeah it was interesting yeah. miranda
2: quite bitter about it which i also get and then uh samantha Was like kind of like oh this is a bit funny and weird like I I Mm. feel like both of them sometimes I'm like bitter and I'm like get over it whatever but then other times like ah they're young it's like yeah like we're talking about earlier you see younger girls like who clearly aren't comfortable but also wear wear whatever the fuck you want Mm. but at the same time like you just have to do it like you you sometimes you see people out and you're just like or or doing things or interacting with people in certain ways you know. you just
0: have to do that to, for me, to grow. For me, it's the interactions. Totally. Like, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've become more secure in who I'm, who I am, mm. and how I don't mm. have to impress men. Essentially, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting seeing women <laughs> like trying to dress a certain way or like listening to what their boyfriend says, like in terms of yeah. like I know when I was in my early twenties, or like nineteen to twenty-one, mm. and I would care what my boyfriend thought about my outfit.
2: Yeah, yeah, None definitely. Doing
0: fucking shit. Yeah, And If something awful, I'd be like, "That's fucking awful! How dare you?" Which you wouldn't, no, if anything, yeah. it would be by accident. But my ex—I remember my ex-boyfriend. Like, I had a fur coat, and he was like, he looked like a, "You look like a—you know—wrong word to say." Uh, yeah, but he said you look yeah. like a prostitute, and I was like, "Thank you, thank you." And I was like, <laughs> "I'm still wearing it, but like yeah, legit." And I, but it was just like one of those things where you, I. Can't and he also said I wasn't like I didn't walk very like or like sit very like in a feminine way because yeah. I sit with my legs yeah. apart yeah
1: that's so fucked up I think okay. I think fuck. for me now it's more like if my boyfriend to say that to me now I'd be like am I with the right person as opposed to when I was younger yeah. like they're right and they're like they're like the person that knows everything and I'm the I'm the weird one whereas like now I'm it's so like weird. have
0: I made the right choices in my life that I would be with someone that said this to me exactly and looking back and I can see like what my voice teacher I went to an acting school I can see <laughs> what my voice teacher was like Honor, you always made yourself like smaller like yes. with your ex-boyfriend you always made yourself so much smaller and I didn't get it at the time but now I completely mm-hmm. get it because I like would just will not make myself smaller to like fit a man's no. ego and I feel yeah, like you don't get, know like, that at the time people. even like women though who like like, and I understand, like, it's it's a lesson you're like, and again, it's not judging because it's just like the patriarchy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and kind of overcoming that. But, like, I know so many of my friends who are only kind of not, like, catching up now but kind of are coming to their own now where they never knew how to kind of communicate what sex they wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, they never felt Bad. comfortable being like, oh, I don't actually want anal Oh, actually, I didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually
2: don't want that right now. Sorry, <laughs> because I only really had like casual sex with men, and the, the first relationship I've been in was has been with a woman. For so, like the yeah. one thing I carry on with men, not that I was like this over like confident girl with boys, but I the one thing that I carried mm. was.
0: No I No not. Way not. Yeah, fair.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. You're not going to
1: fucking do that with a fucking one-night stand. I
2: tried I mean, maybe not. I'd find out it would be incredible for me, but
0: I was just like, at the time with these gentlemen, absolutely mm. no. Even to a lesser extent, being like, oh, no, my clit's here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> people have be like, oh, I've never, like, told my boyfriend that I have never, like, come mm. with him. And I'm like, why? You ever told me Why anyone? not? That
1: baffles my mind, but I can get it. Like, totally no judgment on like I feel like, yeah, it obviously means different things to different people and it's um maybe yeah. you've been brought up in a family where that's like shameful to you or in my family where it's like never spoken of. So I'm like I'll make my rules. But I definitely am not like the most liberated person or anything um but yeah it, it feels like
0: it is ervy why are you making such a big deal of it now I'm checking <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's wrong with me um but it's funny because I used to be a teacher and um so I like there's like some special not special kids that makes them sound weird but um there's like some kids who I will still be in contact with, like only like two girls that I'm like I'm your mentor now for life and I'm just gonna like <laughs> impose myself when you don't need help and I'm like hey girl how you going like just checking like
3: it's everything right.
1: Oh, they'll reach out to me. And it's so cute because I'm like, you girls are always like the... They weren't even like the best students or anything. It's just like, you were like funny and had personality and like, it's um, like
0: me and Jordan as students.
1: friends. now <laughs> we'll just consider them my friends and I'm like, yes, and as we'll catch up and stuff. But um, even the other day, like talking to them, she's like, I'm just like, so like, you know, she's just like, uh, you know, I'm like sick of myself. Cause I'm like drinking lots and blah, blah, blah. Like my friends, like pursuing me into like just drinking or like, just like some sort of like issue around that. And like, I'm I didn't wanna it's a hard line to cross because you're like I don't wanna just be like, Me too, girl. Like like literally <laughs> like ten years on. They're the same problems are still there. Like, um you've yeah. been at the constant battles, but at the same time I'm like I'm not gonna say to you that it goes away and that like you need to choose like some pious road of not like to of cutting off those friends and stuff because it's like what you deal with when you're young and in our age, the same thing but just in different ways, I guess.
2: Mm, exactly Definitely. oh my god it's so it's so that as well like i've been like there's so many things that i'm like i'm glad that you you kind of forget about and You're like oh, i'm glad i'm more assertive about certain things i'm glad that i've moved on mm. from certain things that used to plague me yeah but then at the same time you're like wow that hasn't changed mm. yeah like, just stay well that's like
0: yeah but that's also when does when stuff does change because i felt like i feel like stuff kind of stayed stayed the same for me until i went through a breakup that's why literally every time like one of my friends goes through a breakup i'm so excited
3: yeah yeah, yeah, for the
0: majority because i have quite relatively secure friends and stuff like that Mm -hmm. the majority of them they've always had positive outcomes from a breakup and like realization and like um, you know realizing realizing that they want certain things and that they can say certain things and all that kind of I mean obviously there's insecurity there but yeah. like that's why with so many of those girls I'm like just wait until you like date a really shitty person and then mm. you break up and then you realize that they were really shitty and you didn't actually need them and then like you yeah. respond that situation um, yeah
1: it's a big yeah. it's a big kind of like learning process which is great yeah. But I think all the stuff we're doing, I feel like we're looking back on younger age in yeah. like kind of like almost like a fond way or it's just like a nurturing way, which I think this episode, it just like kind of really portrayed 20, I was like a little bit offended because I'm like, I hope I don't come across as that as like a 20 something year old because I, like it just seemed a little bit stereotypical, obviously, because it's like every 20 something year old is like either Carrie's like fucking fangirl who like wears like, just fully religious dresses or like it's just like really dorky and she's like, I've never had sex and I want to know what it's like Um, or the Samantha's secretary who's just like – she was her so it's like every twenty something year old I know that has a fucking job like that and has a boss is like sucking us, like doing extra That's hours, 100%. doing all this stuff to like suck up. It's like no one's really entitled at our age. I feel like we A have like no career prospects because the economy's fucked and we try yeah. so hard to please just to like get somewhere
2: in our careers. So what? it was the not a assistant was I mean, I laughed when she was doing coke at the party and lost control over everything later on. But that the first thing that we see of her is, like, her having a loud, obnoxious personal call in the office. I was like, that's not fucking realistic. I I mean, sure, fun for the episode, whatever. But I was like, that's not what, like... 20 somethings are
0: doing yeah right? so it yeah.
2: really
1: gave up the sense that this was written by people who were like in their 50s or something and it's like oh what like Millennial. what would some bratty person yeah. do but it's like that's why I think it's like a good contrast to girls the tv show if you guys have seen it um where yes, like you get the 20 something year old's perspective and they're just like trying their best but just fuck up like yeah we still fuck up and we're like immature and do like stupid decisions but it's not like intentional in a way
2: yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. um Also, just wanted to side note because I just remembered, um Charlotte's pretending that she's twenty-seven. Darren Starr also wrote, wrote *Younger*, where Sutton Foster's character is like in her forties and she pretends to be twenty-seven, <gasps> in the whole, and that's the premise. <gasps> yeah, of maybe. It's yeah, he's been dwelling on that for a while. Have you guys always like?
0: <laughs> felt like in your life
2: that like 27 is a
0: perfect
1: age ever you're already there so well I always saw 27 because I used to okay. remember um looking at like you know Amy Winehouse and like everyone else that's like Jimi Hendrix anyone that's died at 27 being like <laughs> that is when you fulfill it's I Jimmy was just, like wow you would have accomplished so much and that would have been the
0: age where you wait, died Right, right, I'm so sorry um yeah, Jimi Hendrix died when he was twenty-seven. He's a I part didn't of the, know he was in the twenty-seven club. Yeah, that's was a, a part of the twenty-seven club. Yeah,
1: there's so what? many people that have died. Um, there's heaps oh, of people, like even Heath Ledger, died shortly after that.
0: Hendrix, sorry,
1: I did not
0: know. Yeah, yeah. A massive, there's a lot of
1: people that died at twenty-seven. So oh,
0: it's sorry. sorry, Irvi, keep going. It's.
1: I think it was back when like heroin was cool and stuff. So um, I think yeah. it was sort of like they obviously didn't want to die, but it's like. You know, like taking party drugs these days probably yeah. doesn't end in death. But um back then if it was like heroins like the cool thing to do and then you just like accidentally take too much, you die. Yeah. So sad. Um but yeah, yeah. I yeah. always thought twenty seven was like such an like <laughs> an age where you must have done something by
2: yeah. yeah. Well, we were just talking about this before and I said like I've always been excited to be twenty seven, I think potentially because of the twenty seven club. <laughs> and I don't want to romanticize death to say that
3: these people
2: Yeah love dying um but i think 27 is a good age because it's like you're that's you're an adult it's also your and we were talking about star signs before guys i just really Mm -hmm. want to quickly circle back to your saturn return (sighs) which whether you believe in star signs or not Saturn return is a real thing because when you're 27, 28, that's when you're like, okay, what the fuck am I actually totally. doing? Totally. Yeah. Yes.
1: And when I met my boyfriend now, I um, uh, went to a tarot reader and she's like, he's just in his Saturn return. He's going to like calm down and like um, just, you know, do what you want and blah, 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 which he has. So then it was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, like maybe I just met you in your Saturn return and um, I was like the Saturn returning. <laughs> you yes, but I know um, so many
2: people who've, like, you know, like, like they've moved overseas or they've, like, gone back to uni, they've changed or live careers. Or lived through COVID. Lived through COVID.
0: That's what we're gone. doing on a Saturn return. That's a
2: weird thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. my sudden returns
1: like, coronavirus and being, like, stuck 24-7 with your own thoughts. Yeah. yeah.
2: Fucking hell. I mean. And it's wow. probably going to last for about three years too. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Just, you know, like, the prime of my life. It's cool. By 30, we'll be I'm out I'm so excited
0: for my sudden return. <laughs> because, like I was like oh my god comedy festival like it was literally gonna start like for my like age group it was gonna start literally on the, like the cusp, cusp of comedy yeah. festival and I was like fuck me it's gonna be a good babies, year for yeah. the 93 babies being like it's oh my god it's I'm be a 93 baby, baby too. Too.
1: are you 93 as well yeah I am so but I've already perfect. I've just turned 27 but I mean like not just like six months ago <laughs>
0: still no you're a part of that yeah. but that's it we're all in our sudden return we're like yeah, yeah it was gonna be like an amazing year for us I was like I'm gonna to be touring all this incredible stuff that <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. and then it's gonna last for three years so I'm gonna keep going and going oh and literally God. what it was was fucking um like literally going into COVID-19 <laughs> and we're gonna be stuck <laughs> here for three years doing this via <laughs> yeah. Zoom or whatever the fuck we're doing it via oh
2: like, thank you St. It. St. It. yeah um, I think that's also like the brutal thing about this isolation is especially if you're in like oh fuck it, if you're in any industry, I don't pretend to know what other industries are like.
0: But for from a, jobs in any yeah, industry. Exactly. We never had jobs. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> from a
2: performing arts perspective. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting. This is like where you're like, what? Like they're actually just it's I don't know how this is gonna come through. And then mm. you're having a certain return where you're like. What like where? Not only are you already questioning everything because it's it's a not a particularly lucrative career at all times um, at all, and it's hot and cold and blah blah blah. Yeah. You know we're getting into, but it's also just like. Jesus Christ what am I doing like this
1: is like yeah, it's that's what I feel as well because I was like that's what I mean in terms of like the questioning of identity because I'm like my whole identity was based on like I feel like entertainment kind of is fully tied to capitalism in some ways because it's like it's always for the community and like you're doing art because you love it but it's also like in terms of career progression and stuff it's like a lot dependent on independent people like not corporations but just that kind of like it's not government particularly, but it's just like other things that are invested in your um, in your rising and stuff. So it's less like even traveling or like going on tour and like doing all this stuff is all based off like independent companies like yeah. believing in you and when that's taken away, it's like am I just like what have I done? Like should I have like been preparing to have a baby at this age or like whatever? It's just like not that I'm thinking that but it's just like when all the stuff that you love is taken away, it's like what's left like. What, mm, like, yeah, what that's in so literally all that what
0: I'm looking into because I work hospo part time,
3: <sighs>
0: which I hate. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, but I am grateful to still have a job. Mm. But I am um, also looking into like other ways I can get into other jobs that are, are going to survive a financial crisis, totally. as well as going like doing a. Um, diploma or a master's, either yeah. something I love or in something that I think is financially yeah. viable. Totally. Like that, like literally what I've just been thinking about for the past like month. Yeah. Being like, what the yeah. fuck? doing? Yeah. Well, very, I is yeah. in a viable industry right now. To no, be. well, that's yeah. also,
2: it's like, it's like, what is it? Like our economy is so fragile because it's so based on like neoliberalism and That's why I'm like, I should get into marketing. So, <laughs> yeah. Legit. Totally. But even that, it's like, that's fucked because yeah. no one knows what marketing is doing at this point. Mm. They don't know what's good. They just keep posting like subway ads being like we get it too and yeah it's like, yeah really <laughs> yeah it's like what industries are gonna survive how to
1: even base your next decisions because we don't know what the world's gonna look like in like three months time or six it makes months you realize time? how like
2: fragile everything is and like whatever but like i feel like COVID 19 has just made me like lie awake at night just being like we made it up we made the we made money money, up. Like, money is something that we just like invented yeah mm, like, and like everyone's definitely. like dying. people don't have anything and it's like we made it up though like make more <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah surely we can like do something about it if we're like the. it's not like an earthquake or something or it's like we need to deal with the realities right now
2: to bail out the
0: banks and then will print out money yeah. for people that's that's a bullshit thing is then being like but we just don't have the money and also like we we Mm. want a surplus it's like why it's our money you know what i mean it's like we're the ones who need it so Mm. it's just scary when it's so funny that it takes a fucking pandemic for the Regular people who have to go on to, um Job Seeker now or Job Keeper now mm. to get a decent wage, and then all the people that who were on Job Seeker for various reasons mm. are now benefiting mm. from that. Being like, oh my god, now I can afford to turn my heater on, or now I can actually afford to rent yeah. something because mm. I'm paid yeah. a livable fucking wage. Yeah, and like, like because so the many people knew
2: that they couldn't put them on what they were putting people on Job Seeker because that is.
0: No, because it, it's yeah. unlivable and yeah. you can't, mm-hmm. you can't progress at all. You can't actually afford to rent anywhere. So yeah. Yeah. $40, $40 a day.
2: The discussion of JobSeeker was so like heated and happening for months before this and then the second that they knew that everybody, including people who vote for the Liberal Party, were going to be on JobSeeker,
0: mm-hmm. they upped it. Like it was like without even like a thought. And without they, a can't, debate. Yeah, they can't, Even though they are going to look to put it back down to what it was. $40 a day. But they can't. Mm-hmm. You can't because it's things. like, how are you going to do that? It's like people can't – it's like,
1: yeah, it's just going to be like the biggest disruption. It's like that disruption to the, the entire I'm society making versus well. making more money, yeah.
0: And also if you're thinking purely on a con- – it's just so funny because it's obviously – just classism and racism and sexism and all mm. and um people like being discriminatory against people with disabilities or you yeah. know it's ableism yeah. and it's all these different things because um you can't people can't survive on 40 dollars no. a day no. and, the, and the thing is the reserve bank says that it's stupid for the economy for, mm. a job, for a job seeker to go back to that amount it'll do it'll be much worse for the economy and that's why we know it, it's like a ism kind of thing yeah. to do with like scott morrison and the liberal party because it's actually going to be it's not going to benefit anyone yeah by making people um homeless and poor and something that's like a super
1: dark thought which i've been dying not to like think about too much even though it's like kind of really close because it's like my family moved here when we were like we moved here through like you know um like my dad's job and it was like we've never really like we haven't been rich but it's never been like We're like uh, without really in any way, but it's like for people that have just like come here with the, it's like literally Australia gaining benefits off like university fees or whatever, who are just stuck here with no benefits. It's like literally, I don't know, how do you expect to like have thousands of people die in their homes because they're like immigrant workers that don't have any rights to anything? It's like, how would you even... Be surviving right now. I don't get it. It's so so, it just so it's just makes me really so angry. Scary.
0: And it's also because we have a couple of immigrant workers who work at my work who's yeah. probably eight hours a week now. It's so um, fucked like up. They don't get job keeper. They're not eligible for job keeper or job seeker. They get yeah. The owners put them on like eight hours a week, which is barely, like you can't live on that in terms yeah, of
1: you can't <laughs> live on that
0: um and and they think they're doing a really charitable thing but which is fucked up because they are in terms of other businesses which is like like does that mean like you know you're allowing someone to be able to afford some tiny amount of food like does that mean that it affects
1: the whole economy in its own way because it's like even my dad's got like a rental property where people are renting from him but they're all from like a different country so they can't yeah. pay the rent at the moment, which he's like, okay, like he can't, like, you know, you can't let's like make them do anything, but it's just like mm. more, it's like they're, that's like so sad that they can't even afford rent. And like, if you don't have a landlord that accepts that, then what do you do? Or like, you know, it's just like, Give them money so they can spend it, especially if they've been like paying taxes for the whole time.
0: They they have to pay taxes, and also, you're especially with people who are studying over here, you're like, You're educated, this is good. You've made we're gonna make you examples of making a name of yourself Mm. in Australia, and then there's no support there, and there's a and then they can use them as and like with if they they do somehow survive this situation they'll be like these are examples of people yes, that it's like you, know, you, my have heart. Get, you have yeah. to get give a go to get a go or whatever the fuck that oh, fucking fuck li- line is Isn't yeah these are you know prime examples of people trying and therefore succeeding and it's like no yeah you, <laughs> you made it all. like this you took their money and you fuck them all it's like great. It's you know, so disgusting so and
2: it's racist. It also makes you realize how much this this country relies on on immigrant workers yeah. and on and on students coming over here. Um, exorbitant fees and stuff like that. Yeah, we, like uh. we out on ripping people off and definitely which is why
1: I feel sorry for the university system but at the same time I kind of hope it crumbles because I'm like I hope you realize what your whole fucking dream's based on because the whole reason why university is the way that it is in our country is because it's like yeah one all universities have gone way more corporatized so it's like everything's like about making money so about getting the international students in but with like no promise of anything and like I feel like we kind of need to suffer a little bit to like see the burn of that because you're not going to get freaking you're going to have whole industry shut down like um teaching english to international students that's like a whole whole other industry which makes millions of dollars you're going to have like universities losing kids you're going to have just that whole sector shut down which is a lot of australia's income so i kind of hope we have to deal with the backlash of that because otherwise people won't learn
2: and realize how much our economy is based on dependent on that on dependent on like on on immigration like yeah, it's been right. the enemy of the like, yeah, of like white Australians since so like yeah. yeah
0: until since it was politicized. Yeah, until John. Yeah, Hull. it's like yeah.
1: literally see what your country's like without immigration, and then like talk to us about it later because it's just and like exactly.
0: And it, and you know what's so fucked up? Like so we get anti-immigration, and then also. We've allowed um, so many businesses in Australia to be privatised yeah. and to be shut mm. down. Like, you know, Australia used to be quite like used to manufacture. Oh, nothing. Yeah, like so, well, so yeah. many things. We're a manufacturing um, totally. Yeah, country, and then we've shut those businesses down, and we haven't supported them, and we've made dodgy Mm -hmm. trade agreements. Dodgy trade agreements. Like
2: trade between countries is absolutely fine. That's happened for thousands of years. That's beyond fine. And to to have that between countries is really important to have like a sort of global community or whatever. But the way that they've gone about it is to is to benefit not either of the countries, not either of the workers from any of the countries, Mm -hmm. to benefit. The CEOs, exactly, literally
1: yeah. one or two people. Yeah, it's it's, well, I, it's yeah, definitely. I saw a good post on Facebook recently about um. So India's got a really fascist leader at the moment called Modi, yeah. who's like just persecuting minorities. This is like basically like Trump, and like he's just like part of the conservative freaks. To, like just dictator um, and he and ScoMo like posted this like Facebook post of like the most fuck-looking samosas. It looks like, the, I'm sorry to be like racist, but it's like basically like white. It was just like the most white samosas you could post. It's like all deformed and he's like, he I tried
3: to make. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he's like oh, samosas, like they look like the
1: samosas because they looked like Weird, deformed, like just like it was like a, a basically like a ball or like different shapes, not even a ball, it was just like fucked up. And he's like, Here's my sclerosis, and like, sorry, I missed my meeting with like Modi, and it's like them being all chummy, whereas there's like literally starving Indians here. There's no international relation, literally, between the I mean, there's not no, I'm sure there's like you know high class mm-hmm. international relations, but it's like for yeah. your Uber drivers and your like international students here, they're like literally starving and like not. Doing well, so I have Isn't your fucking he like,
2: He's not letting people come home unless they self isolate, and he's not providing any kind of accommodation. He's not paying for any flights and stuff like that. Even no, though like- there's like no, there's no escape. It's like
1: you're just stuck here with no payment, so you literally have to like just yeah. live off that. And the Indian prime minister's shit, so it's just like. There's nothing. Two, no.
2: two fascist leaders just like letting people die. Scott yeah. Morrison
0: is such a fucking cunt. And also, <laughs> like, let me fucking forget that like he had that Scomo playlist that was all a, a male Australian music. That what was all, that. Don't you remember ScoMo's playlist? Oh my god, no! It was like Jimmy Barnes. Pleasure. It was Jimmy all like, Barnes would have been like, yeah, he in, would have been like have take been, me off the yeah, list. Yeah, literally, <laughs> and it was no female artists. It was all Australian, like ACDC, oh like kind of bullshit. And yet, you're not supporting the arts at all. No. You're like, you're you're saying this is like the culture of Australia, and there's no culture that you're supporting. That's you know all the
2: artists that you've just shared are. Um, boomer artists who thrived under Labour government. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's, like,
1: really upsetting. And also I feel like all the state leaders are doing a pretty good job, like, in terms of, like, I'm, like, happy to be, like, Victoria, in terms of, like, the creative industries, like, we've got like at least there's a bailout for stuff here like it's um actually so much like we're just so lucky to live in victoria where there is like somewhat of a bailout of like creative industries as much as they can do and stuff um mm-hmm. whereas like at the federal level there's like literally jack shit so we're not much
0: luckier position than if like for instance if scott Morrison was our premier that would, oh, it would you know, be awful
1: he doesn't even acknowledge the arts
2: he can he refuses
0: he to. doesn't
1: or- even know the word he's just like oh it's transport and like sports or whatever but it he didn't is know how to
2: bar and i know that that's like also that that's bizarre for scott morrison who is like a white private school educated boy where we are like, yeah you
1: you've, i bar. honestly i just <laughs> <get a laughs> read <rate>. what <laughs> it says on the page it's like
0: bar. like guys as well honestly i just want him to be so humiliated by everything that he said i just wanted to like like just be like a tidal wave over him yeah. in terms of like I just want him to be so humiliated yeah. and so belittled because he literally cares about no one except for his stop. rich white yeah. friends.
2: People and need he's to really stop congratulating him for allowing people to survive. That's yeah. your, <laughs> your handling this so well. It was well. like, a
0: union. You know, he's let us live. Exactly. It was the unions that pushed all that kind of shit. It, and it's also, it wild. was the states that were running the country. Yeah, the, yeah, the states union. had it
1: all. Oh, in like it was like literally the states. And I think. Um, in terms of like what we're talking about in this episode I feel like I just realized like a whole conversation it's like I just don't think that binary in these times of crisis exists anymore it's like I don't actually feel like when we're talking in this kind of level it's like who gives a shit how old you are? Like we're literally like in this state of crisis and emergency where you're like all of that. It kind of is like an interesting time because it like brings all that to light. It's like, oh, you wore a short skirt because you're 20 or like versus like 30 when you're like more mature. It's just like it's so so bougie to even have to be able to consider that because we're in this like crisis time.
0: It also fucks us up and it makes an us against them kind of thing. Yeah. It's like race kind of shit or whatever. Like because I remember having a conversation with my dad who – is a very well-natured man, but also loves to lecture on things that I already know. Mm. Like he's like, you should be out there in the street, you know. Seems like old dads because mine's like that too. Yeah, exactly. And like protesting about climate change and blah, blah, blah. Like it needs to be about more than that and like you should, you know, protest for, you know, climate change and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, no, I am. And he's like, yeah, but like you need to go out there hard. I'm like, and then I was just like, well, you should be out there.
2: Yeah. I was like,
0: you should be an ally. Yeah. You know, if you care so much about this, like, come with me. And, of course, yeah. he has, he's been to protests before or whatever. It was just this particular fucking, mm. I think it was like a one-year-old birthday party where I was just like, come with me. You are yeah. you care about this. Why do you think that yeah. you're exempt from protesting because you're older? Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah, The thing that I find the most, like, at the time anyway, the most rewarding was seeing these old ladies knit, like, as a protest to like climate oh, dude. change. When I
2: was like, like volunteering for the Greens, the other volunteers were old women. The only young people were volunteering for the liberal party.
0: Yeah. Well, th- yeah. that's what I mean. I mean, like it's, it's, why do you think that just because it's my generation, that's all my, my mm. potential children's generation, that's going to not benefit from this. Why do you think that you're exempt from like, so I'm like, again, it's that like, you know, having that whole like generation X generation millennials, mm. whatever, like dumb kind of bullshit it stops us from actually um, coming together and fighting against something. Like yeah. still to these women, like Big treated Carrie like shit. I'm sure Big's going to treat this next girl like shit. <laughs> yeah. like, like, shit together too. and being like, oh, my God, men, am I right? Let's like, you know. Yeah, let- you know, talk about our relationships and be there for each other. Yes. So like what they were trying to do. But I also understand that there's this bullshit patriarch yeah,
1: like thing. get women
0: to fight against other women, get cultures to fight against other cultures. Like yeah. bullshit that just keeps fine so men can have all the control.
1: Absolutely. And I feel like it's like at a point where we're looking at this show and it's like at the, I mean, we were already at the height of capitalism before all of COVID and stuff, but like when you're thinking about this episode, it's like, they like carries like similar to my, what I thought my life would be is just like, you're like reaching all the goals, like as skinny as you can be, you're like doing all the things and like doing all this stuff. And like, then it does become like a really linear race. You're like, oh, these young people, like they've lived this. Way and they're still they've got all these assets like they like young and hot and like um, their skin's not wrinkly and stuff which are, is it feels like such a linear thing is like I've lost mm-hmm. that because I'm older now and like they've got that still whereas I was really um, I was listening to Oprah's podcast Super Soul Sundays which is awesome
2: um, <laughs> and
1: also Michelle Obama is just I think she did uh, it was like Brene Brown and Michelle Obama someone basically Michelle Obama just being like. I'm 56 and have you guys ever listened to her speak before? Uh, I've
0: heard her like speak, speeches. Yeah, yeah, she's
1: just like fucking awesome because she's just got this real, like, she's just got this, she's like, I'm from southern Chicago, like, that's where I am, like, this is the girl I am, like, yeah. She's like, rock poor and like, met Obama. It's like this huge, like, you know, love story. But also she's just like, she talks about like them going to marriage counselling and just like how she really needed to make her own identity in this marriage. Um because she's just like an exceptional person and she's just like she's like really funny as well because she's got that accent and she's just like um there's like a funny story she tells about their last day in the White House and she was like emotional and stuff but she's also happy to get out of there um but all the girl, like their two girls had to have all their friends sleep over for like the last time at the White House because they got like free breakfast and all of this stuff and she's like <laughs> they all came and like they're like yeah I want potato chips I want this and like for my breakfast <laughs> and then they're like and then I had to go up and get them up in the morning I'm like, like, wake up, girls, wake up. The trumps are coming. Like, come on, get up. She's <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> like, just been like, the trumps are coming. Like, come on. And she just, like, honestly, she's just like, I'm 56 now. It's like fucking stupid for me to think like my body would be the same as a 30-year-old. And the way that she speaks about it is just so like her and Oprah, like the 50s are like the best years to be in. And then you've got like the 60s, which are even better. And it's just this kind of like abundance mindset, which is really refreshing because I'm like I'm terrified of getting older and like I'm already like looking up skincare and shit that's just like, you know, like will make me like not have bags under my eyes and all of this shit where it's just like really like refreshing to have older women who are like successful and powerful just being like this is when I get to fucking live my life because I've worked hard all this way through and this is what I want to do and she's just so unashamed about saying that she's 56 which is a direct contrast to like I don't even know how old Charlotte is in this episode but she keeps being like I'm 27 and everyone's like no you're not but we never hear how old she actually is because it's like the 20s is what they're all fixated on it's like we're not that but who knows how old we actually are it's just like this whole like air of mystery and it makes it's it makes us vulnerable because I watched this shit probably as a teenager being like oh being past 30 is like fucking dead basically like you're like a dead shit if you're like past 30 which is obviously not true
2: yeah at the um at the end when we um we see big with this he's at the party and he's yeah girl girl, and then she like and and sure like yes it's heartbreaking we can't deny that but it is kind of like like you're saying Irvi of just being like that's the greatest insult of all to be 27 26 27 like
1: yeah it's just like it's like you're 20 something blah 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 but it's like why are we it was like there's actually what you were saying on before about like Uh, tv shows about fucking people beyond the age of 40 it's like there's a whole 40 years after that if we live to the average of 80 or whatever it's like 40 to 80 that's like a whole 40 years which is the same as like zero to 40 which is so focused on and then after 40 it's like you're a bit kooky like you drink wine by yourself on the weekends and you're just like this kooky old woman who like has kids and like watches them from afar and like it's just like that's the whole narrative we get told
0: it's completely fucked, especially, um, I don't know. It, it's one of those things. There's so much freedom. Uh, okay, so I guess there's two things. I never feel sorry for a woman. Like, if, if okay, just I'm going out for dinner and there's a woman who's in her, like, 70s eating by herself. Mm. I never feel sorry for her. But if I see a man in his 70s. Eating by himself. I feel so sorry for him. But that's because usually, in my head, from the women that I've had in my life, I'm like, that bitch has got her shit together. Yeah. She's yeah, fine. She's either maternal right. or she's fucking That's free. so good that
1: you think that because I feel like the opposite. No, but, but like I'm socially conditioned.
0: But let me let me finish because yeah. for the majority of the time like that woman's fucking free. She's free from this expectation. She's free from being objectified. She's free from all this shit. Not to say that women don't want to sometimes, you know, be, see, be seen as sexually attractive or whatever mm. creatures and it is kind of fucked once you get mm. to a certain age that you're like, "Oh, you're no longer sexually attractive or whatever." But The times where I feel really sorry for women is for women that have been fucked by the system and and most of us have, but I mean like for women who don't have a job because they were taking care of their children their entire life, Mm-hmm. Um, and then their husband died, or they left them, or, or whatever. And then they don't have access to um, certain central benefits, or whatever, because of the situation that they're in. And then they're forced to work these other works, uh, these other jobs. And then because of their age, they're not going to get certain jobs because they won't, mm. because they're too old to get hired on certain things. And then there are two, you know, then the government wants them to get educated on certain things, which they don't have time to fucking work their volunteer jobs so they can get their job yeah. seeker. Like that kind of shit is where it gets fucked. And that's when I feel fucking sorry for women because a whole system is set up to make them fail or whatever. Yeah.
3: It's yeah.
0: It means if we just backed women, women are like incredible people. They're fucking, yeah. they've <laughs> dealt with so much shit. They're yes. so resilient. Like yeah. it's, it we should back these people, we should back these six year olds, these seven year old women, so they can continue to live their incredible lives. Considering that they've survived that long, considering the amount of women that are murdered by men, yeah, we should it, <laughs> I think like, you've we should made it like, to like so make it in this world, you know. I especially get a letter from the coin, you should get a well, Yeah, you should yeah. get a letter years ago. We all wrote up. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, I cut you off before, and yeah. I was just
1: like, bleh.
0: No, 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 but you're right because that's, I, I agree. I feel it's a really weird inner misogynistic mm-hmm. thing where I feel really sorry for men once I lose their masculinity because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, oh, what are you without that? But then I realized, well, oh, well, you still have that power. You still totally. have respect. You still have this idea of, you know, young women like me being like, oh, so endearing, so yeah, sad. Like, yeah. It's like me. Like, um, yeah.
1: But so like, like, I think, yeah. yeah, sorry, you go.
2: It's, still, it's just so funny in this Sex and the City episode. These women are dealing with it when they're in their 30s. It's crazy. Men don't mm. it until they're like in their 60s, 70s. 70s. Yeah.
1: Oh, they, that's my when God. when
2: like, oh, I don't have as much power anymore. Now that I'm yeah. seven. <laughs>
1: yeah. but even that's what i was thinking when i was thinking to because today when i woke up like my whole industry everything was just like it was like did i just wake up in this hell hole where everything's fucked in the world but it, actually it's only really because stuff is fucked in america and also like that's making us reflect on ourselves and how fucked we are in australia which yeah. is a really good thing to for us to reflect on, and should definitely be happening. But it's like, why do we need to wait for something in America to make us reflect on ourselves? At the same time, as when this shit happens in like Africa or like like India, any other like continent, like literally daily. It's just like so many injustices, like so much so much fuck shit happening. But it's like now that it's happening in America, oh, we're all no. like the whole world stopped. It's like, how will America survive? And like, what Sorry will happen? No. Which is understandable because they're like, you know, they're like the world power or whatever. Yeah. But I'm kind Kind of like i'm sorry but like in michelle obama's book as well as like obama's speeches and stuff it's like it's it, there's this like so much apathy and it's like you didn't vote like you just didn't put your voice out there to vote for anything which is i like it's not on the people at all but it's like it it, it kind of is in my opinion a little bit it's like you didn't vote for the people to be in power and now it, there's like a white supremacist freak dictator that's there yeah
0: yeah and also especially yeah america where there uh, is more opportunity to vote than other countries and
2: it's also like a, a reflection yeah. on the democrats as well they didn't listen but to that yeah that's right what i right. yeah so, yeah absolutely then- that's what i was gonna say i'm like okay so just say like
1: everything goes to shit and then they just say like a miracle happens and everyone votes the next time who are they voting for it's like two old white men in their 80s or something
2: oh, no. sexual assault yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's like you've got no option. Like, I feel at the one time I'm like, why didn't you vote more for like when you had the choice? But at the same time, who the fuck are you voting for now? I feel sorry for you because who are your options? Like, I know I i literally don't know anything about American politics. I'm just like ranting on my drunken no, stage I, I, right I, I, now. But it's like, but it's also weird. Australia,
0: as well as so obsessed with American politics. Like, yeah. Like talks about all the time is yeah. like, why the fuck we backing american politics sorry i feel like i said australian politics, it's like american actually politics. like they are so far away from us like physically yeah it's also it's fucking racist why would we try and also, we
1: see the no same way way thing here
0: idea of this kind of like western society white culture white power bullshit society yeah that were like this is and they're not allies, especially not now with Donald Trump. No, if anything
2: about we, we never
0: have. No, never ever have. And we have this obsession with America and like a racism towards China. Yeah. Where there is some fucked shit happening in Ch- in China, especially totally, with- yeah. The Chinese yeah.
1: government's so, fucked really too but-
0: bad, like but that's also why we need a manufacturing business in Australia. So we're not just like dependent on them every other fucking country to survive. <laughs> yeah. We had a manufacturing business and we have a lot of resources yeah. and we completely fucked ourselves. But like, what is with this obsession with sucking? American yeah. Tea? Now that I'm saying
1: it, it's like when I think about America, I was just saying before how it's like, you know, you've got, if you're like, Someone who's like marginalized in America, looking at who you have as your options for world leader, it's like, oh, like two white men who like are so ancient that I don't even know if I can connect. I totally see why you'd be like, I'm tapping out. Like I don't give a shit about this. In in Australia, you have the same shit. It's like, who do we have as leaders? It's like two white men who, like, who do you choose between? Why Australia?
0: Who the yeah. fuck do we have as leaders? Yeah. <laughs> like
1: literally no It's like it mirrors America in like a sad way. It's like the men are like a tiny bit younger, but they're still just old white guys that no one really cares about. It's, it's fucked
3: up wild.
2: But it, it also, yeah, it does blow my mind when when we when we when politicians or CEOs proudly and boldly claim that they're following an American model. I remember when Turnbull was in government and he oh my was God. saying Suck my he dick. was proudly following the American college plan. I'm like In what, on what planet have we been like, the Americans have education figured out. No,
0: exactly. And the same with healthcare. Yes. This idea of privatisation so people can get into mass debt is just so beyond me debt. it makes no sense it's fucking crazy do you reckon and it's the, um, dumb enough that the Australian like people because we do watch so much and I literally think it's because we watch so much American television oh that's, and it, that's because we it. view them as celebrities we're like oh America we want to be more like America mm. and yet so much of America I feel like in terms of and I know they have like an incredible like not incredible but a really ridiculously well-funded um like army kind of funding or whatever like (laughs) military but like the only things that i can see like as, as something i admire in america is their contribution to the arts mm. yeah, to you know everyone watches yes. that's what i feel so sad about it. it's comedy. like all the people that
1: we love in tv shows and like everything i'm like how are you feeling right now because we do feel a genuine connection to them because it's like actually yeah i love snl and i love like all the shows that i watch yeah, and why you know and- we love that in australia
0: yeah because we don't fund it and we don't you know market it and we and don't we have- make a culture We don't recognize our own culture. America's
1: arts industry, that's amazing. Because when I listened to like, even I was watching, um the like comedian the like movie with jerry seinfeld and this like other guy who's like a shit comic but uh, um but it's just like the way that they can it's just like you actually have a whole Absolutely. fucking industry it's like you get signed by this person if you don't you get signed by someone else or like you try out for stuff you like have stuff to actually practice on whereas in australia it's just like why is this so fucking minute? like why can't we get past this stage of like why are you cutting an option funding? and that's it Why
0: kind of replicate a fucking american model and you're cutting all of the funding. It's yes. wild. And it's it's um and you're yeah. you're, you're you're you know quoting Akka of fucking Jimmy Barnes <laughs> as your like, top Australian playlist and saying how much you love the culture when you're literally cutting culture. Yeah. You're and an awful person and you're fucking dumb and you're lame. And, and you're a loser. Like, I don't want to be like a teenage girl about it, but you're a fucking loser. <laughs> loser <laughs> and you're You look weird.
2: The reason we have like cultural <laughs> cringe about it. Australian art and the reason that so I we can, don't actually reflect people Australian art. so cultural <laughs> cringe. Yeah. We see it once a year, and it's another fucking underbelly remake, and it's totally. Shit. And, and that's why like it's me. like such a miracle. It makes me
1: cry when I see, like, literally when I saw Le- Le- the Letdown, and um, there's like an interview with the main actress, and she's talking like the creator of the show, and she's just like, "Your first kids are revolution," and um, the way that she talks about just like having kids and like it's just like so or- original, but like the fact that that and offspring and mm-hmm. like a few select other Australian stuff the is like
0: the slap the was great. Was oh, so the cultural thing I've ever seen on Australian television and the most that I could as a which is not to say a lot as a white girl relating Mm -hmm. to like an Australian experience in terms of like barbecues and conversations that isn't like Better it's like go and the meal and make sure that yeah, <laughs> yeah. it
3: You
0: know
1: yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, a- like we don't have to, we shouldn't have to like look at something that's made in our country and like cry. Like I literally cry when I say good Australian show. I'm like, that's like makes me so proud and touches deep because I'm like, you made a great show despite all of this shit that yeah. you have to go through. And like no one in America would look at a show and like they'd cry because it's a good show or like it makes <laughs> you cry, but it's not like you're American, you made it. It's like we're, we should be a first world country, which we are. And like, why the fuck are we so
0: behind in that? And also considering Australia was the first, like had the biggest blockbusters in terms of like movies and cinema, we were the innovators. We were the first, yeah. family, like during the gold rush, mm. we had the biggest movies. We were like, Australia was like Hollywood, you know yeah. what I mean? And then like, look at us now. And even after that,
2: like The Matrix was filmed here. We wrote, legal like a, a graduate from DCA wrote Legally Blonde. The guy nice. who wrote The Favourite and now The Great, also writes for fucking Dr. Doctor on Channel 9. I would love to see his Mm. original drafts before they were like, make it, Doctor. You know, like we have Academy Award winning screenwriters. The the, What's his face from The Conjuring? What's his name? Oh, James Mm -hmm.
0: Wan. Yeah. James Wan is amazing. But That's
2: just here
1: like here. on us So It's like it's literally yeah. on us. It's like we've just not done. I don't know what they did it's on to the government, get there. But... Though.
0: It's on the government because if you look at like Goth, Goth Whitlam, if you look at like theatre, like mm. small stage theatre back in the 1970s where there was like a whole new wave of theatre which was all about the Australian identity which was primarily based on like the the white males kind of experience. Mm. But it was a whole mm. and it also had a lot of th- um, movies as well, like The Sum of Us, all these like movies that kind of kick-started Russell Crowe career or whatever. Mm, we mm. we had this exploration of national identity, mm. and then what happened was all the funding was cut. All the theaters were like uh, fucking shut down. There was no more funding in terms of and like in terms of creating and and giving money to Australian culture. Like, look at New Zealand, right? New Zealand yeah. and Australia are uh, you know are very similar in a lot of senses, but like I see so many more New Zealand TV shows and New Zealand culture. Presented and produced to the world than like Australian mm-hmm. culture, and maybe that's just because I don't, I don't know. Like in New Zealand, all, like consumed or whatever. But you also
2: think about the creators in New Zealand, You're not just. Thinking, I feel like Australia, we're just like stuck on Margot Robbie and Kate Blanchett, and we're not thinking about the people who are actually creating the work that's out there. Mm-hmm. That's like why Takawatiti is like kicking off. Like mm-hmm. obviously he starred in like what we do in the shadows, but all these other movies, he's not in.
0: No, but we
2: talk about him as a director and as, as yeah, like. But- and- but what's
1: the deal with that because i feel like and whenever you go for funding you always like in australia like then now it's like a prerequisite that it's like it has to be diverse like you have to have like different nationalities like blah blah blah. but then why is like our national identity still all white like i don't really get it because it's like every step of the way is like an emerging artist you have to be like diverse you have to be this and that
0: on tv um because of our history and i think because of the because the executives are still white yeah because the executives are still white and the only people that watch television except for a like minority are older white people that the executives Mm -hmm. believe that they only want to watch older white people shows and also there isn't you know anymore there isn't this idea that you need to show a certain percentage of australian television shows and there has been that there Mm -hmm. except for the fact that they were all that slot was taking up with reality tv and not kind of like because they slashed it they changed the legislation so that it wasn't necessary that you had to create original
2: australian fiction drama it could be australian or non-fiction and then Uh since COVID 19 they have changed that as well so you can even so we might not even have a new season of the bachelorette like we're scraping the barrel for like hamish Content. Like, like that's, that's it like, thank uh, god <laughs> thank
0: god for <laughs> Mandy. they're like the <laughs> last Wait, so what's the
1: thing. what's the status quo right now like what's the deal with i don't know anything about this like legislation the stuff
2: content is that screen australia faced another massive cut this year it's abc faced up. another yeah. cut so ABC are basically holding on to their fame. Even
1: Osco, like Australian Council Funding, it's like so many of the theatres, like even, um, what was it, like La Mama Theatre and like Australian um, uh, ABR, whatever that stands for. It's and like heaps of places Australia. that you've like grown up with don't have funding for the next four years. So it's like our company yeah. was really like lucky to get it, but it's like, yeah, there's a lot yeah, of stuff. We
0: might not get it next year or the next yeah. funding cut.
2: Yeah. Like 31's getting cut like there's a guy who went into I mean it's It's all crazy it's all caught up in like the COVID-19 and and this is like
1: a tiny portion of what it takes to like hold refugees in detention centers it's like it doesn't make sense to me it's just like why would you not do this it's like oh spend 50 billion dollars like holding one family on one descent detention center um or fund the arts it's like it's just so fucking dumb
0: it's so dumb it's so scary that's what I find and I I it's so scary as well as like the right-wing media has control over certain stories so we don't actually talk about these types of things or they get buried. Yeah,
2: yeah the, the the Channel 7 reporter who was in L.A. and was talking to rioters, it's fucking embarrassing. She was just like, Oh like, my god! Yeah, she's like we, we don't know police what police that police means. Yeah, like, one woman being like, we just don't get it in Australia. Like yes, We just is. can you like let us know like because we don't have police brutality here. And I'm like, yes, you do. You're a journalist. <laughs> You're an idiot. You are an it's, idiot. It's- like it's it's disgraceful. But it's also like she the the worst part is is that she represents so much of Australia like she represents
1: that that. interview started off so embarrassingly because she's like um we actually do have some black men that want to talk to us right now and then she like she's like hey you can you come over here past the police force and then he's like let's get this straight you want to talk to us folk not uh, not the other way around and he says that right at the top and it's like you should like at that point if I was her I'd be like oh my god I'm a piece of shit like I need to like deal with my language or like do something
2: Looked him in the eye and was like, "So, what's what's the end result? What do you (laughs) see? Yeah, what's the (laughs) end end game here? Going into this, being like." I what is Dicky sucking
1: right now? Like honestly, no, it's, it's like that's like, honestly the first thing that comes to mind. I'm like, oh, someone like, oh, paying oh, it.
0: Cyberbullying's okay because like we should cyber bully. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Everyone listening, please <laughs> get on the comments <laughs> <Yeah>. and bully. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. So that, but that also shows the amount of ignorance that the majority of like not the majority but a a majority of Australians have, and yeah. also even just with COVID, people being like, why is someone wearing a face mask? Or like, what is what do you mean I can't touch people and go yeah. out to? It's like you've never experienced like hardship, like <laughs> national hardship, or like, you know, full on bombing, or like, you know, the fact that you're SARS or anything yeah. like anything that's going to completely fuck your country where you can't yeah. get the things that you usually get, like you can't use your privilege. Yeah. It's just, it's scary fucking wild. We should yeah. go back.
2: Do you reckon that any oh. of the girls from Sex in the City are in debt?
1: Definitely. I'm I'm like in debt. Debt. I like um, is. You reckon IRL, are you talking, or like in the no, fictional no, 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 world? No,
2: no, no, the no, no. characters R- no that have like student loans.
1: Um, I don't know. I feel like they would be rich enough now to not have to worry about it. I do worry – I do, like, not worry in a deep sense, but I'm like, (laughs) what are all the actors doing? Or, like, it's it's like this huge – as much as we're talking about the huge industry in America, it's like right now without any government support, without anything like that, are they financially struggling? Are we going to see, like, a massive reduction in actors? And, like – just like entertainment industry there or what do you reckon is going to be the outcome?
2: We were watching um, Real Housewives with Beverly Hills before and um, really supporting really supporting the Australian industry, the Australian industry. Um, and Fraser is doing fine and he had like a couple shows and that was a while ago and I don't know how relevant like Fraser, what's his name? Casey Grammar. Carrie Grammar. No, that's mm-hmm. who we went to, Casey Grammar. Kelsey Grammer, Kelsey Grammer <laughs> with um he uh he's he, he has a really big house. And mm. I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about that in context of like the women from Sex in the City. I'm like, oh they actually have like a decent amount of money. And I know a couple actors in Australia, not to brag, I know them through people. I don't know directly. <laughs> yeah who kind of made it in the States. Like they're not even they're not names in Australia. They're like mm-hmm. Maybe recognizable faces to people who watch the ABC rec- like regularly, and they have like a couple houses in Fitzroy. Like, I feel yeah. like there's a lot more money in this
0: than yeah, no way, anything can save of yeah. It'll be fine. And also, be you cheap. spend three
2: months working and you get about sixty grand.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, it's like fine.
2: Watching yeah.
0: Sex in the City. We for bought- <laughs> yeah. iTunes. They, they get rights get of Right, yeah. Don't yeah, yeah. tell Yeah,
2: they've got investment properties, Irvi. Like don't lose any sleep over yeah. that'll be fine it's more just like the
1: everyday but that's what I think the world is kind of realizing in America it's just like we they're not these people that we obviously see on screen and stuff but it's like there's parts of America the way that they're acting that I'm like I did not even know like not not in terms of like the protests right now but in terms of like voting for Trump or like just like when you see reality TV and it's just like just people who have like no connection to any of this culture. It's like a whole other country. It's just people that aren't connected to any of this stuff that we associate with America. It's um, a whole other country than what we thought it was, I think. Mm, definitely.
2: Um so we haven't talked about the fact that Carrie has this little follower who doesn't want to have oh, sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think, think
1: that her. was what brought it down for me. I'm like, I'm sorry because you don't get a more realistic portrayal of like a 20 something year old to be it's your 100%. like, like yeah, I love- think she's a
2: terrible actor. I don't, yeah, Jordan kept bringing up that she. I think she's someone's yeah. friend. I think she's like a producer's friend's daughter.
1: Yeah, she must be. She, because I'm like, that's like, that's like a, it's not even like a 20 something year old. It feels like the way that she acts it is like, a, oh, like the directors directed it is like she's like a teenager or like an eight year old or something. Yeah, yeah
2: where she like stutters and is like ah and like holds her <laughs> hand together, and I'm like mm-hmm. and it's like why did they it choose to go with like the complete
1: it's like more, I don't think that's a narrative of like an uh, like maybe that was their intention that it's like a uh like a random 20 year old that wouldn't it's like no one that I know that's in their 20 somethings is just like I've never had sex and this is what I think it's like it seems like such an absurd way to portray someone that at that age
2: in isolation, I have been obsessed with a YouTube series called Girl Defined and it's a couple – have you heard of them, movie? No. Who are they? They're two Christian girls and they just talk oh about um, how to be a Christian in this modern world. Oh, and my God. There's a lot of stuff to learn. They are hugely problematic. Their whole uh, life is, is based around the acceptance approval of men because men are God. That's it. They never say it but they are truly saying that – men are God. Um, One of them has a husband who is clearly gay. Not only is he clearly gay, not to be rude, uh, takes on to no one, but also he has been in conversion therapy twice, which is A, awful for him, B, awful for her. She like awful. One of the girls didn't kiss until she got married. I think that this whole, and potentially because we're in like a pandemic and also this was my thoughts before that, Saving your sex before marriage, like everybody has like a, their Dumb. own personal experience before that with sex and whatever, make your own choices. But at the same time, I'm like, stop putting so much worth in sex. Stop it. Mm. What is sex? Yeah.
0: Stop being like penis in vagina. I'm a different person now. But also the opposite of that as well, like put more worth in sex because don't just marry someone and like then be the first person you have sex with because oh what if they what are desirable? and what if you never have a sexual awakening and what if you don't realise you're gay? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like what if you don't realise that like I mean, that's such a financial, huge emotional thing to go through. Oh my God. Have sex with mm. a bunch of people. Do what my mum said. Don't be a boyfriend girl. Just fuck a bunch of people. Yeah. Honestly, I know.
1: but like people have their like you know it's just like if you've been brought up in that way or um people if even if it's like not from like uh like a minority culture or whatever it's just still like i had girls when i was like a teacher um being like my mum told like they were like you know from anglo-saxon cultures or whatever i'm just being like it's the most important day of your life and like it should be really important and like all this stuff which is just like a cultural it's like people just think i guess maybe it's born out of like I don't know um, sometimes I'm like maybe they're trying to like protect the woman by being like it should be like you know if you're going to get pregnant and like be considering totally. a kid and stuff it should be important but I'm like obviously you got to keep up with the times and be like hey that's not the same anymore but lots of people don't do that
2: it's such a double-edged sword but I, I think the thing that thing that like fucks me is like the way that this girl was talking about it she, she says like women in your generation. Throwing also words. firstly rude. Mm. rude yeah. You're talking to your mentor yeah. while you're yeah. yeah. nail. Come on, up your game. Stop. She like talks about how like they ruined the sanctity of, of- sex and like the, this purity and stuff like that Ew, and that's
1: well, why I think like this character is really badly written because I'm just like who the fuck would like that's why when Carrie says at one point she's like and why do you read my column because she's talking about like um Jodie Pickle is it or maybe it's not the right name but it's just like um Jody Pickold just is like the
0: one of like does all those jokes about like yes <laughs> <was> like, yeah <laughs> like was sex like books Paris. and stuff
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one time my dad saw I had a Jodie, is it Jodie Pickle? Is yeah. that her name? Yeah. yeah, my dad saw I had one of her books in my, like, what like, not wardrobe, but just, like, bookshelf, and um, he's like, what are you doing reading a Jodie Pickle book? So it must be, like, a well-known author of, like, you know, I'm just, like, sex stuff. Just,
2: yeah. I, I had a friend who go saw her speak, and she literally said, I write about the things that keep me up at night. She writes about oh, wow. like every suburban mum's nightmare of just being like, My child um, was in a really intense relationship and had a suicide pact. My daughter, (laughs) my two daughters, (laughs) I had a daughter to donate. Organs. Limbs and organs. That's it. Yeah,
1: it was like really intense. I remember the book it was like yes. I can't remember it was some city thing, but it's yes. like she's the um the like like doppelganger person is just talking about her, and then she's like, "And why do you read my books of my column again?" And that's a fair enough question because I'm like, "Why is this girl like?" That's why it's oh, like my... an unbelievable character for me because I'm like, "So you love." sex in the city, the column, but you hate sex and I don't really get
2: what your character is. I kept waiting for the twist, but there never was one. I thought she was just kind of thrown in there.
0: Yeah. Maybe she thinks like sexual liberation can go both ways. You know what I mean? So maybe she's like, I mean, I think it's dumb and I think it's fucked and I think Carrie's so right in terms of being like, what? But maybe like for her, she's like, I'm so like, you know, young and like you know, opposite to what you think, but I still see you as a pioneer. Just as I'm going to be a pioneer in terms of like mm. virtue and purity or whatever. Mm. That's
2: it like the girl-defined girls. They think that saving yeah. saving your first kiss, you, your first kiss till marriage, is like radical. They're, like, it's so radical to, like, say that. I'm, like, all right, girls.
1: <laughs> yeah, come so I think – I feel like she was just, like, a character ploy. I feel like i am just, like, got all these, like, um, yeah. conspiracy theories against this episode because I'm, like, was she just a character ploy to make 20-year-olds seem like dumb shits? Because at the last lines that she says is, like, Carrie's, like, um, in at the party, she's, like, let me get your drink for you. Like, let me do this. And then Carrie's, like, I'm just going to go meet my friend over here. Um, and then the double ganger person's just like, "Oh, um, do you mean that guy that you met at the book launch? Like, Carrie, you're such a big catch. Like, you're such a saucy lady." And that's like the, her last lines. I'm like, why would you be saying that? She's just like this in like you know like yeah. such a cool person. For I feel like she's like just sexually repressed and has like never get gotten laid for some reason. And it's just like, Carrie, yeah. you're having sex. It's amazing. Um was, yeah hates it.
2: I feel like Carrie's plot until the very end was kind of thrown together. I felt like Samantha's was really good, Charlotte's was really mm. good. She got – she's fucking this guy, she gets crabs from him because he's in his 20s and doesn't understand the importance of a sexual health. Yeah. Problem. Carrie's um, all over the shop until yeah. the end.
0: A hundred percent, yeah. and, and I kind of like it though. I like her not having a –
2: yeah, still defined. Yeah, I don't with
0: Miranda. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, just be like float. You know I what I mean? Yeah. I like,
2: if if Carrie was like a voyeur in this in this episode, was just right. there yeah. until the end and was observing things, like observing how but also you they know they were all behaving, but be- then like at the end,
0: but of course, But also, I don't mind that she's having this ex- like this weird experience with a twenty-year-old. You know what I mean? That's like, true. I find mm-hmm. it quite 20-year-olds. no, no. The twenty-year-old was annoying, but I, I, I think it's quite relatable. <laughs> yeah. and, like seeing people. Deal with situations that should be super flattering or great, but like really awkwardly, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: I think that's true as well and I, and I think that at least towards the end, I was like, um drinking my wine, like writing my notes and stuff, but I saw that there was like visual cues um in that like Harry's kind of like her outfit, so just sort of like um just like thrown together and just like yes. kind of mirrors her way of throughout the episode, just like dating this guy, and she says some like kind of key lines of like the guy on the books is the guy that like looks great on paper, but he's the one that you like leave for someone on a motorbike with no insurance claim or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, we feel that like he's like a perfect guy, but you somehow you're not into it, even though you've been into like no, a alcoholic and like some other guy in the past episodes. Yeah. Um, but when she talks to Big in the last bit, um, I noticed that um, him mm. and his new girlfriend are like fully in white like costume and they're just like, you know, they're just like wearing their shirts or they they just seem very like bourgeois and they're just at this like place Mm -hmm. and she's in this cowboy hat and like yellow and red, which like matches the fireworks at the end. Yeah, I
0: did the exact same thing. I was like, when I wrote down, I feel like my fashion icons growing up was probably Carrie Bradshaw in terms of (gasps) like the risks that she took with her outfits. Uh, I I could relate to that moment so much because I'm like, I've definitely found myself in a situation Humiliated, embarrassed, and wearing something that I felt so confident in and like so proud of. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna like let my freak flag fly. Like, yeah. let's wear this fucking cowboy hat with a boob yeah. tube. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, why not? I'm hot. And yeah, then, like the crazy hair. Someone who's like super graceful <laughs> and like, <we're>, like <laughs> so put together with my curly fucking frizzy hair, mm, being yes. like, I look like a crazy bitch person cool. who looks like she's trying to be like she's 15, but she's like. 35 or- I don't
2: know if they <laughs> did this on purpose maybe they did but I feel like there was a shot and like I remember because Honor and I watched the episode together and mm. like she was, like everybody looks great with a cowboy hat I mean she mm. was like sitting there with a cowboy hat she had this like bikini top on she was just smoking a cigarette the yes. lighting was great and I was like she looks amazing fuck yeah I yeah. get it and then you see her in comparison to these like clean cut yeah. Like, big and this girl, like, they were so just like in, I mean, of a different beautiful. world. And yeah. then the, and the line linen, was, yeah. Like,
3: overexposed, yeah. it was
2: harsher. She kind of looked a bit crazy because she was wearing yeah. like, really it. Out of context, absolutely. Yeah. I don't wanna, I don't wanna like
1: say stuff for the future episodes or anything, but it does kind of, I feel like it's setting up a theme. Oh, yeah. like a um, kind of like signaling through clothes of just like her perception of herself as like this like untamed like um, kind of like crazy girl with like emotions. But that's like kind of what you are backing. Like he, she's like the real person the show, whereas Bigs like controlled or like he seems to be like he's with this like Natasha who's just like in her linen and just like in white and just very proper and stuff. It's yeah. like from the costuming you can see that and miranda's in red as well at the end where carrie's like throwing up and she's holding back yeah. her hair as like they're aligned in their emotions and wearing red
0: oh, beautiful mm. so beautiful that scene yeah that was like love that scene i, 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 I love it. Your friendship like dealing with like dealing with your ex dealing with like feeling inadequate
1: yeah and
0: your friend just be there to support you I think that is yes. so cool. you wrote it down as like your thing that you want to talk about so do you want to talk about that now
1: um yeah I think um basically at that end and I for some reason that's always stuck with me with some other scenes that come later in the episode so I won't mention them for Jordan um but I think it's just like one of the things that's stuck with me because you've got the just like the um contrast that's there it's just like the fireworks going off in the end um she's like not in a state for fireworks obviously gone off prematurely but it's just like fireworks you're meant to be celebrating she's not she's throwing up at her best friends there and they're all in the same kind of colors as the fireworks so it just kind of seemed like and the way that she says that line it's like finally she's vulnerable to that it's like she says something like um what did she say she says uh 20 something girls are fabulous until you see uh until you see one with a man that uh, broke your heart yeah yeah so I think it's just like um yeah it's just like a yeah it's just like a um yeah it's like a really vulnerable moment for her and it's just like uh, I feel like finally all those like things about like being twenty and thirty kind of dissolve in this moment where she's just like, yeah, I'm fucked, and this is like a Voldemort moment for me, and it kind of those age things disappear a little bit.
0: I also love seeing how, like, exactly, it's a beautiful moment for Carrie in terms of vulnerability and also in terms of her not being perfect either. Yeah, yeah. Constantly in Sex and City, the thing that I really appreciate and I think you miss out on if you watch it, viewing that all the characters are perceived as perfect. No, they're perceived as consistently making mistakes and being really awkward and shit and all this kind of stuff. But I think, like, the beautiful Mm. moment in this is Carrie, like, even asking, how old is she? and, like, all this stuff that you don't want to say in terms of, like, keeping control and keeping calm when you Mm. see, like, an ex, but when, like, she's, like, asked, she's being kind of the worst, like, the shitter version of herself. Like, in that situation, you want to just be, like, you know, yeah hi how are you oh that's great yeah. kind of thing but instead she's like oh how old is she oh I brought someone along with me too <laughs> oh like I'm fine or, I'm going great I, like, all yeah. that kind of, like shit behavior that like I feel like I can relate to at least like well, totally I
1: think in, in terms of like cinematography I wrote down where um so she basically, because I was like, what is this like doppelg- doppelganger, like um servant girls storyline? And at the end she says, you know, see, ya, like, that's so cool that you're like hooking up with that guy. And then Carrie walks away and she's just like reflecting on 20 somethings. She's like, yeah, they're annoying, but they're not uh, dangerous. And she kind of finally in this episode gets a kind of grasp on it. It's just like, yeah, they're not dangerous. I just want to be you. And that's cool. And she kind of has this moment of empathy. But then straight after that, the juxtaposition is like she sees big and she kind of becomes a 20 year old and she the first thing that she says to big is like she walks up to him in his date and it's just like is it you as like this awkward moment and then it's, it's just like all that stuff that you just mentioned um about like this like awkward interaction and she kind of becomes like embodies that 20 something year old where it's just like like silly teenage things but um but then she's yeah kind of Put back into that position of being vulnerable and um saying that line, so it's yeah. kind of like a cool and like this meta way of like maybe they were trying to communicate that we're all the same in the end.
2: Yeah. I really love the dialogue between her and Big in that moment. It just yeah. showed like, like just the com- the complete surprise and heartbreak of it all. And we were surprised as an audience. I mean, well, mm. you guys have seen it, but I, <laughs> I was still I was so <laughs> surprised in that moment. I I had felt the whole season that Big was coming back, but I. Truly. Um, Didn't expect see him. And I also saw the title of the, the next episode, it. which is um, X and the city. So I was like, okay, and so big coming yeah. back. But like yeah, in that context at the party that this hoedown party that they were going to, I, it, yeah. was, it was so surprising to me and I thought it was a really nice way to tie back to this, I the, the 20-something thing. Mm. And the thing that plagues, which is such a, a shame, the thing that plagues women is that need to, to the youth
0: to, to like, like youth and approval yeah. of men. Yeah. And like, you'll
2: never be young again. That's the like that's the thing. You'll never be young yeah. again.
0: And that's, that's why like, awful. Awful. And that's why it's so awful when you're like, you know, mm. I'm sure we've all had these moments, mm. but when we are like we always look p- back at photos of us and uni or whatever, being like, oh I felt like such a piece of shit. Yeah. And I was so beautiful that's and, beautiful and yeah. it looked amazing. And I was just young and whatever. Who cares? Mm. Like and then yeah. again there's this always like it's fucked up that women never like not they do we do get to experience happiness but the fact yeah. that we have to deal with this like bullshit like body expectations when it's like doesn't matter you like you look at your yeah. beautiful face oh like who cares you, your body could you could mm-hmm. run you know there's what i a, mean like yeah it's fucked up
2: there's a great moment in Shits creek where she says like to this girl who's like working behind the, the desk at a hotel she's like um the oh fuck what's her name Hepburn. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. The 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 mother in Schitt's Creek. She just has this moment. It's not even like I think like the whole episode is very funny. She's trying to find these nudes and she never finds them, and mm-hmm. she's so scared that it's gonna like bring down her whole career because she's like
0: going for like but she's city councillor. Yeah,
2: yeah. But there are nudes taken, but she yeah. just lost them. Yeah,
0: she's. But like- I mean, like she's like. She just wants to see her nudes again.
2: Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Because she's trying to find mm. things and then she can't – there's one that her husband has at the end of the episode. Yeah. She, like, says to this girl, like, just take as many photos of yourself as you can. Like, just enjoy your body mm. just it's because, beautiful. like – Totally. Yeah, and it's very interesting. Um, I was just saying – I was just trying to look up on my phone sneakily before, but I was listening to an episode of Keep It with where they interviewed Kristen Davis and she talks with, uh who plays Charlotte – And she talks about Woke Charlotte, which is an Instagram page, which if you don't follow, it's great. Um, Mm -hmm. She also talks about how, like, they were as well-meaning as they were in Sex and the City. There's definitely episodes and dialogue that's problematic. Um, mm. She also talked about there's this article that's written. I'm scared to look into it because I know there's massive spoilers in it because they said so in the episode, but I want to find it and link it to you guys and maybe we can link it on socials as well of like how, which is mm. what we were talking about before, how Carrie is kind of. This sort of anti hero, where it's like, not that she's completely no. unrelatable. She's not a, a mm. demon, but she's kind of like Consistently. the reason that Sex in the City is so relatable. relatable and she the reason up all so Yeah. And she because she all she
0: the time has yeah. this
2: dialogue with Big where she's like, yeah, she's fucking annoying, but she has this dialogue with Big where she almost says this thing, the things that we wish we would say to an ex that we confronted. Like, I don't think I would ever have yeah. that connection with someone.
0: And also the thing that, you know, my, you know, family as like divorce lawyers would be like, don't fucking say that. You know yeah. what I mean? like yeah. you know, I
1: would totally you know, say that I feel like I'm that kind of girl and I'm yeah. like drunk. Oh, no, no. Like, okay. hey, let's talk about it.
0: You know, yeah I've, I've definitely <laughs> been that girl at the party that's like, you know, bowling their eyes out and says something weird. Yeah. Like, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, like the thing where like my mom would be like don't fucking say that. Like why would you give them all of the power? Yeah. yeah. But can we speak about, and we were speaking about it, was like, and I feel like we're going to skip all these things and probably going to just end here, but like in terms (laughs) of like, Carrie and Miranda's beautiful moment fucking moment end. on the beach. Carrie yeah. vomiting, yeah. Miranda being like, where, "Where are you going? Are you okay?" Yeah. And she like can instantly, even though Carrie was kind of playing you cool, can instantly see that Carrie was upset. That kind of yeah. beautiful friendship moment. Even though people like you know yes. said, talked about it in our fucking um, Sex in the City thing, Shout we out. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's all about friendship, and we were like, "Oh, yes, is that all that it is? is," but it kind of fucking is yeah. because yeah. All, the, all the kind of bullshit relationship stuff there's still this support net yeah. of friends totally and i feel like and also it's, it's interesting how
1: the- they're the two people that didn't have stuff going like we were talking about before about them kind of being like the free-flowing ones who like weren't preoccupied with this like particular anxiety mm. about like age and stuff it's like they're the ones that are there for each other because they have that space to be there for each other
2: yeah exactly it was a really, really beautiful. It, it was just nice as well that there wasn't like that Miranda was just there too. It was, yeah, it made perfect sense. It was just one of those
0: things where it would just, it just checked out. And also, it was such a like, I feel like so much of being a young woman is like having mm-hmm. friends that are like, hey, fuck him. Like, you know, it's yes. okay. yeah, they kind That's of, so thing. Beautiful. and even though the fact that it's like this whole episode was like, Showing like the side you've been like in your young twenties and you're immature, but you still need that friend there yeah, that's going to yeah, hold hair, which is what she says in the episode. They still they're yeah. so polite. They hold your hair while you vomit. <laughs> yeah. and Miranda holds her hair while she vomits, while she and vomits. she's still acting yeah. like a twenty year old because she's mm. having heartbreak and she still has that emotional. Yeah. She's still dealing with that emotionally it's and beautiful. have a friend there that's there for her just as you would when you're twenty whatever years old.
2: And, yeah. her and Miranda beautiful. are not without history as well. Miranda was the one totally. who like, stop talking about big, get over it. They had a yeah. because of that. But she still it just shows the complexities friend. of like female friendship where it's like this yeah. you can be pissed off and you can say, shut up, stop talking about your ex. You need to find ways to move on in your own way. Mm-hmm. But you can still also mm-hmm. recognize that seeing your ex with a hot 20 something year old is she's gonna painful. fuck you up yeah,
1: yeah. Shit. Beautiful. and that's something i can say in terms of like older women even like even with my mom and my dad i feel like even though like men have the power and stuff like we have the friendship and it's like such a powerful yeah. thing i feel like even mm-hmm. with my mom she's got a fr- like even though they're like no one's like you know they don't have any like um, maybe like a public identity or anything like that or any power. But it's just like she's got like her friends and she talks to them and they're like there with her on this journey. Whereas like my dad kind of like just like doesn't have that many friends or like there's just like a more like older men just are yeah. there's like don't have that many friends and they're like this isolated person. But I think female friendship, I think it is like a lifelong thing and you don't and we're lucky for that. Like I wouldn't trade mm. my female friendships for being a guy like or like just being a girl for a guy oh, any yeah. day. But It's like such a powerful thing that lasts, um, even when you know one. If you have friends, you're like someone. There's Mm. also
0: just like an understanding. There's an overlap. I feel like with so many other people who identify as being female, like I, there's like so many connections I've had with random people like that's a whole like joke about oh there's a crying girl in the bathroom and yeah. you talk to them that's fucking oh, they're the best though how wonderful <laughs> how wonderful that you can talk to this yeah. hysterical person Yeah, know, hysterical, yeah. But, like hysterical person in the bathroom is crying about something that you don't know about and you're there for them and you're going to support them what a yeah, beautiful yeah. fucking thing to have as a part of your it like was, yeah gender that is made fun of all the time but I think that's a, a wonderful thing that kind of mm. you know camaraderie that understanding that being a woman is fucking hard and it's awful and you know you get raped and like you get all yeah. this shit happen to you and it's uh, us as a collective we have an understanding of that and of course it's worse for other people and of course it's worse for like yeah people. it's like an- intersectional feminism yeah, feminism, yeah, all yeah. that stuff but like regardless if you're a crying girl the toilet it's really nice to have another fucking crying, you know. Yeah,
1: just someone that's me just there. like, hey, I get you. Yeah, it was I'm really, Yeah,
2: not to like, like say you should listen to any other podcast except ours, but it was <laughs> actually really interesting, this episode of Keep It where they interviewed Kristen Davis who plays Charlotte and they talked about her experience, how she's still best friends with Cynthia Nixon and stuff like that. Mm. And then after that they had Issa Rae who, you know, is produces stars and writes in another HBO series, Insecure, um, which is obviously vastly different for various reasons, namely that she's like a black woman and not like yeah. full white privilege. Mm-hmm. But, but also her, the, she talked about how the main part of her new season um, is about friendship breakdown. And oh, she was like this, this series is about a That's friendship so breakup.
1: It was just the hardest. I think that's actually yeah. way harder than I don't, I've never really had a huge friendship breakup. I don't think, cause I feel like, yeah, the friends that I've lost that were close, um, I've kind of still have close friends from most like sections of my life, but like, you know, the close friends that I had that we did lose touch, it's like a heart, it's a way harder thing to process than a guy breakup because you're like, fuck that guy, like, fuck this, like, whatever. But you're like, you used to get me and like, we were like best friends and we used to talk all the time. And it's so much more complex than like just like a romantic breakup, I feel, because, um, because it's just like, it's sadder and it's, it's nothing. You can't even like base it off like sex or anything like that. It's just, like and you know it was just
2: yeah and there aren't, aren't any, there aren't any like clear cut rules about it you don't no. see it love it in media and stuff like that it's just kind of like and and it's still- I And mean, if you see it in
1: media it's like that bitch like she fucked my boyfriend or like
2: yeah. it's just like very
1: heterosexual
0: kind of like and really imagine like having a bad. like a best friend or whatever that's like i don't want to talk to you anymore
1: Mm. No, I kind of imagine, like, if I lost my best friends, it would be the worst thing. It would be a way harder to process because it's like so much of your identity. And I actually remember when I was watching Sex in the City for like the fourth time or something. Um, <laughs> when I was when I was like in my early 20s and I think it was just like some summer I was like isolated and like I, I didn't get like all you know you go through phases with your, even your closest friends where like everyone's like busy or like they've got their own lives and like um boyfriends and like girlfriends and whatever um so I kind of felt like for like six weeks or something I didn't see my friends as much but I was like watching sex in the city being like I just wish I had like my friends and it felt really painful kind of watching this show where, like, everyone's best friends and they're, like, always make time for each other and everything. Um, But that's why I kind of – have you guys seen the show Girls? Yeah, we
3: watched all Yeah,
1: it's, like, I think that was really amazing because it's, like, yeah, sometimes even, like, especially in those, like, first years when you're, like, 18 to 24 or whatever, you're just, like – Doing what you want and like everyone's like doing their own thing but then like the friends that you keep after that it's just like yeah we went through all of that and we survived it and like we're just gonna like be friends forever now because it's just like a turmoil the time Mm -hmm. but I thought girls is really good in that like they all deeply care for each other but they're also like fucked characters and like have their own thing so it was like a comforting thing to be like sometimes you can be alone and still love your friends but be on your own thing
2: exactly it's just and I think that's like what's what we what keeps us watching um i mean shows like girls and uh, sex in the city City are similar in the ways that they've been criticized over the years as well but i think the thing that brings people back is the complicated female friendships
0: that's it it's it's yeah so much of it is about friendships like it's called sex in the city but there's always it's always their interactions with each other it's always their like hot and cold kind of relationships Mm. and you know later on in the season which you don't know about like so often they're like no matter what like we're soulmates yeah definitely had and I've definitely like fucking stolen that for my friends before being like you know no matter what I feel like you are my soulmates, and I have you. Yeah, life totally and all that kind of stuff, and I can still like have a hot boyfriend who's like super. Yeah. But I and like, I
1: think in God. some ways it's weird because it's like in girls all these gender norms are alike, so it's not so like in girls the TV show. It's like um it's not so like you're a man and I'm a girl and like we talk about like not fighting in the bedroom or like it's like all those gender norms that relax but so are like those expectations of like female friendship like you don't have to meet up for brunch every Friday to like no. be like this is what female friendship is it's like sometimes you're like estranged for a couple of months and then you get back together or whatever but it's like yeah it kind of seems like the less rigid norms are generally in society the more you can kind of be a bit more fluid with your friendships and relationships in general
0: exactly it was beautiful and even seeing my mom's friendship with her best friend yeah and they would do the same thing as like Carrie miranda in that situation mm. you know what i mean like yeah. In terms of <laughs> yeah holding each other's hair being there for each other and also they have a complex relationship too
1: Yeah, and that's like such a precious thing, like even if, like, patriarchy, like, fucks us over and stuff, it's, like, if patriarchy makes females closer or, like, female, you know, like, anyone, it doesn't matter to be female, it's just, like, anyone who, like, identifies as, like, that kind of closeness, because I've definitely had, like, friends who are, like, male who, like, are in that same situation, but it's just, like, that kind of understanding of just, like, being there for each other, it's, like, um because you're not just forced to be but you want to be and it's just like a nice like I wouldn't trade that for anything
0: no mm. being like emotionally available for for one another and invested in each other's yeah. lives and yeah. caring about each other in a kind of like sisterly or like siblingy kind of mm. way it's beautiful it's so beautiful
2: um evie what do you think of the episode if you're going to rate it
1: um, I actually really like this episode despite its like um looseness in Carrie sing I actually really think it's like maybe eight, eight point five out of ten for me.
2: I agree. I think also like the ending scene big again was huge. Massive. It was massive. And it was yeah. a fun episode too. I felt like there were really funny parts. I liked totally all like all the um inter the character interactions and stuff. I thought it was realistic. Apart the only thing that like the roomie was, like, Carrie's little doppelganger. I was also like, Carrie, yeah. you're so You didn't. You're not, he's not your doppelganger. Like, but also yeah, she's like, not, she's, but
0: like, so opposite like, of me. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. mind it because she had to deal with her, even though I feel like she kind of thought that she was shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of a funny dynamic.
2: Yeah, yeah. But totally. I did really love the episode. I really loved the ending. I thought it was beautiful. And so it made me it. so excited for season two.
0: Eight and a half. Eight and a half? Season I two. The series finale of yeah. season two. I give it like a nine point two out of ten. I think it's a really cool episode. I feel like it's really left of center. I feel like it's not coming. There's no like really it's not coming to a climax of a season. Even though this kinda is, but it's season two, so it's not really
2: like Mm, the biggest like
0: it's not the biggest season. I think it shows Maybe, I, maybe it's a nine I don't know but like I just think it's a really good episode it shows all these different characters and it shows Carrie not being fucking awful mm. until the end and I love that friendship dynamic and it feels really effortless as yeah. well yeah really, definitely I love Charlotte's like seeking like youth kind of thing and all the friends yeah. <laughs> going along with it but also <laughs> making fun of it but also being respectful of it too
1: yeah <laughs> definitely. definitely and actually before I was like gonna because I watched it and then was gonna talk to you guys and I was like maybe I'll just like watch the next episode or like it kind of made me feel like i want to keep yes. watching and want to watch the last episode even if we weren't going to talk about it today
0: oh definitely God. um we'll end it there yeah i think so um let yes. thank you like for talking thank I think you come hang out yeah for the yes. finale i can't
1: wait we should what? do finale
0: together exactly. we should do cocktails we should do cosmos we'll
2: have a big tea yes tea. <laughs> i don't think we've discussed this. With- You, Erby. But we need to do, we're thinking of doing like a recap of season one, season two, where we're at now. Yes. And then talk. That about That's really good. Yeah. that's like debrief on where we're at, and then go from
1: there. And then you go, can go from for there. two parts
0: again. I reckon. I mean, yeah.
1: yeah. And then we can um, do
0: Cosmos, and I think we should do shots too. We- yeah. Yeah. Why
1: not? Okay, so we can do like a drinking game or something. Maybe we could watch it together. So
0: good.
2: We should I live stream it together or something. We should wear outfits and take a photo
1: of us. <gasps>
0: yeah, us. I will get dressed up. Outfits. I can dress up as Carrie. Yeah. And I am a Carrie, even though I fucking hate it. I'll
1: be Samantha. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it would be so
0: we i'll should-
1: bring my dildo it'll be great
2: let's sign <laughs> each other episodes that we have to dress up Oh my picture. god!
0: Yeah. If we all get get together, we uh, all <laughs> have okay. Oh god, not Miranda
1: and that horrendous – We should do a meme about that on our page. But oh it's like all right yeah, our, so good. as soon as you type in like worse Miranda outfits, it's like her with that like That's hood over the, the
0: cap and she <laughs>
1: in
3: the yeah,
2: yeah. one. Yeah, the, yeah. the floppy. the one. Oh.
3: Yeah,
0: a floppy hat. And it was so, so good. funny. Uh, right, right, so we we'll, should like, we'll finish it there because it's gone for fucking ages. And
2: it's half midnight now. Exhausted. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy, thank you thank,
1: thank, thank you, you for everyone
0: yeah. okay, we'll end talk to you I- soon bye, bye. bye.
3: See